When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Joy! I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Joy and double joy! We talking about Twitter. Ripple joy! Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple joy! No, hell We embrace all the smoke. Everybody else gets a little tight. We mock ourselves. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Mm. They didn't want me to be here today. Mm. You know, they tried to put me on the disabled list. Uh, can we say disabled list? Is that- I, I think I think disabled list is still okay. I mean, it's well, the they differently tried to put- abled list would sound really bad. Yeah, well, uh, injured. Re- they tried to put me on injured reserve. That's right. The IR can't they keep tra- you down. They tried to send me to the... To the Heinz red zone in the sky. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm as, as we sit here. I, uh, it's my neck, it's my back, it's my shoulder, and my cracking wrists. <laughs> I was listening to one of those podcasts where they said all opinions are welcome. Oh, jeez. And I think that, uh, you know, my brain said it's time to eject. <laughs> Sent me face first into the pavement at 12 miles an hour. Kyle was on a bike, not just in like a very strange car. But, but I'm here today. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't tie my shoes. Mm. I can't, I can't do crap. Well, that's, that's, uh, I can't wipe crap. That's for certain. I think that's worse than the differently able thing we did a bit ago. <laughs> but I'm here to yes, expose the hottest takes of Steelers Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's what Shin's talking about. Woo. The conversation about the Steelers conversation. I'm Kyle Christ. The the Mick Foley to my Terry Funk is Greg Benevent. <laughs> Hello. And uh and and not all opinions are worth bringing to the table. Sorry. Mm-hmm. If that's your, you know, if, oh, I think the earth is flat. Okay, well, you know, take a hike or, <laughs> you know, I don't think Tomlin is a top 10 NFL coach. Take a hike. Go <laughs> go to one of those other podcasts. We're there here. is something ironic about how you pick out the opinions that aren't valid and then we present them to a large group of people. Yeah, we are. We're, we're yeah, we're we're bringing you. We're we're amplifying the takes that don't deserve it. But right. But for we're bringing you awareness. If you don't know they're out there, it's like QAnon. We it's didn't for know. the greater good. There it, is greater good here, I think. And or, also, I just would like to point out that Kyle is wearing a black sling that matches a Steelers shirt, so it kind of looks like he's wearing a Steelers cape. At, uh, <laughs> I am the yeah. They said you can't podcast with one arm tied behind your back. <laughs> But here I am, 
you know, uh, uh, you know, it's this is a product of your journey, mm-hmm. and your journey's not over. It's not yet. over Ooh. yet. That's Thank right, you, coach. coach. I'm here. To br- you everything know, hurts. Everything hurts. Okay, <laughs> let's get to. But you know, we got to get to. Uh, hmm. There's important things because. Oh, good. You know, this isn't the the BS time of of voluntary mini camps. Ooh. No, we, you know, where nothing nothing mattered at voluntary. Yeah, it was a voluntary. Now, now we're in mandatory <laughs> mini camps. Where's the uh, Where's the QB music? Ah, oh, let's. Because the mystery is back, because it is <laughs> mandatory mini camps. QB22, where are you? We've got some work to do now. QB22, who are you? We need some help from you now. You know we've got a mystery to solve. Which QB do we want golden black? But don't get sad. That's right. Which QB do we want in gold and black? And now that man, now that we have to be here, this is when it counts. Also, Let's- those of you that didn't get to see this, Kyle was still bobbing up and down <laughs> and nodding along and singing along, even with the bad shoulder. This yeah. guy is a trooper. He's playing hurt I'm, for you on the podcast. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, with, I'm... Uh, I was going to say Ben, of course Ben, but also uh, uh, Byron Leftwich when they right. carried him down. Yes, yes, yes. The podcasting field. <laughs> Let's get to the tweets. <clears throat> we'll start with at Will Graves AP. Oh, Will God. Graves from the Associated Press. Matt Canada says Mike Tomlin has been very transparent that the QB order is Mitch, Mason, then Kenny. He likes the moxie that Trubisky has shown so far. Praised the way all three are working together. We've got a new QB trade here. Moxie. Tri- uh, Mitch is obviously head and shoulders above the pack with moxie. Yeah, he's, he's just got so much moxie. It um, it's, it's a new phrase to us, but I feel like that's something that's been around since, like, prohibition or like you know the great depression i feel like moxie is a very turn of the century kind of thing it's something just yeah my mall's got moxie you see like that kind of thing it um but yeah i I mean it's it's but i'll take moxie over uh uh, not having it like it's it's it also seems like it's a wonderful compliment i realize now because it's something you'll never have to quantify They'll never be like, ah, oh, he has two units of moxie more than the other guy. PFF is never going to come back with the moxie ratings. Well, because I've already we, talked myself into loving moxie. We've, tra- we, we've, we've trademarked it. The moxie <laughs> ratings are here in, in uh, Mitch Trubisky number one. Um, moxie, yeah. All right, we'll keep that. I don't moxie. know how to measure moxie because moxie, I, I, you know, we talked about Mace with showing his attitude and his humor, mm-hmm. and that's is that different than moxie? Uh, uh, you know, a flippant disregard for the pressure that you know Mace is feeling. Ah, uh, I, I mean, I, I am totally just flying high on context clues here from <laughs> other places, but I always thought moxie had some degree of. Uh, bravery beyond it like it's oh. not just being flipped but like moxie is and again i'm associating this because where i probably heard it's like world war ii movies you know our boys have moxie on the, the the german front like well because that's where i last heard it so it implied like a bombing run of some sort all right well mix mitch has that moxie then he's he's old school he's an old soul that that, way. that's true uh well let's get to the young the young the young new class at Steeler Nation, Steeler Nation, mm-hmm. former Steelers linebacker Arthur Motes wonders if the NFL football is too big <laughs> for Kenny Pickett's hands. That's right. Handgate is back. Is it? Was it Handgate? Uh, here's the quote. Okay. Mitch to me, Mitch to me has the most accurate, shown the most touch, shown the most consistency in terms of arm strength. Everything but Moxie. <laughs> Mason has shown some throws where I'm just like, oh, Mason, you got to be better than that. But then again, the same thing can be said about Kenny. What? Kenny is the same as Mason? If he if if Kenny threw 10, seven of them are on the money, but then he's going to have three where I'm like, is that because of his hand size? It's kind of floppy. Is the ball too big for him? Mm. Oh, the, the hands, they're back. They're back to haunt us. I, I, I do think I've, I've learned a lot so far is that I think the opposite of Moxie is floppy. Floppy. I think, I think that's absurd. We're like, ah, that guy, he's got floppy like that. But I think the other part of it, too, uh, I mean, it's, you know, I can't speak to to this, but I, I always, you know, because I'm certainly not at minicamp, uh, thankfully, watching these people play. But I mean, I, I am always struck by moments like this. That I think about how nice it is that A, the Steelers have Steelers Station Radio and B, that they let their guys say things like this. Like it's not <laughs> North Korean radio today, another glorious day in our Steelers paradise. Like, no, you'll have one of your analysts come out and be like, ah, his arm's kind of floppy. 
sloppy. I'm not sure about his hands. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, that's right out of Cope's handbook, I think, right? Floppy. <laughs> floppy. Um, well, let's go to, you know, not everyone is, is down on Kenny. Let's get okay. to at Farabaugh FB, Nick mm-hmm. Farabaugh. Steelers QB coach Mike Sullivan says that Kenny Pickett is working his tail off in the offseason program. Sullivan says that he has to kick him out of the room because Pickett is studying so hard. Uh, well, we all, if, if, if someone says they're really studying so hard, is that really just watching porn? Is that right? Well, is I mean, what... I, I, I think it's actually weirder in this case. I think they're nonstop watching football. I think that's, <laughs> I mean, really, that's what it is. It's that nonstop video review. I mean, I remember reading those articles after the Steelers won Super Bowl 40 where, you know, people would get Steelers, uh, national reporters would get Steelers uh, uh, people off the record to be like, Ben doesn't watch enough video and all this. And it's, so I imagine this is also one of the big differences between now and then. Uh, this is one of those things that I take them at their word when they say this about Pickett because they don't say this about everybody. Yeah. Like it's there. You know, there's a lot of guys. They don't go out of their way to tell you, ah, oh, he's really working a lot. They're like, ah, he's looking good out there. Like it's so they'll find some other positive way that is, uh, you know, uh, uh, omission by what's not said. So but, Kenny's um, Kenny's working hard. He's got to work, you know, because of these hands and mm-hmm. uh, and floppy balls. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, one guy who's on full on the Kenny bandwagon mm-hmm. is NFL's Rich Eisen. Here's uh, this week they were having a conversation where the, his producer was making the argument that Mitch will be the guy all 17 weeks of the season. Nope, it's not going to play. You know, uh, I'm one-handed here, and the technology Mm -hmm. doesn't want to play ball. But like I said, here is, uh, this is Rich Eisen's producer talking about uh, Mitch. He he thinks Mitch is going to be the guy. I'm going to say Mitch is going to start every game this year for the Steelers. Get out of here. Pickett sits behind him. He won't even start week one. How about that? (laughs) What? What? Yeah. What's more of an overreaction? You choose this, T.J. Jefferson. Okay. What I said, what you said, or what Chris is proposing? Wow! What? All right, well, I'm gonna put Trubisky there. starts more every game, or Pickett starts week one. Okay, what's more, what's crazier, Trubisky starts every week, or Kenny starts week one? The first one, that Mitch starts every week. It's you a, think that's that's out of the realm of possibility? Yes, because because Mitch could be fantastic. It's a 17 game season. I mean, there's so many games. Someone's going to get hurt. I mean, it's that that has so many more variables than the second one. Okay, but so, but you uh, but that doesn't include him being benched. Oh no no no! I right I I yeah. I mean, okay, I see. We're going which one's more likely? What? Um, yeah, I I do think it's it's. I mean, if we go by which which one you feel is likelier? Yeah, I mean, uh, if you take out the idea of him being benched, then I think it's it, at this point again in. June, I think it's more surprising. It would be more surprising if Pickett starts week one, taking injuries out of the equation. Yeah, okay. But, um, but I, I, I don't think the Steelers mind the the sit for a year thing. I, I, I really don't. I don't think everyone always says oh, Pickett's twenty four. He's going to have a cane if you make him start next season. It's like no, it, you know. If Pickett, if Pickett doesn't start week one, is it more that he's not ready to step in, or that Mitch is just showing that he is the QB one? I mean that that that's literally that's that is the preseason. That, that yeah. question you. I mean seriously, that's what all three games that was about. And again, I. I, I find myself, it's easy for me to say this in, in this particular timeline, but for the last two years, I wish they did have the four preseason games just because of how much different and weirdness. I'm sure, you know, again, in a parallel dimension, you know, there's me bemoaning another game at the Panthers where, like, we're trying to find out who's going to return kicks this season. But still. We, we had one uh, we had one kind of game simulation moment with the, with the two-minute drill. Uh, here's at Brian Batco. Steelers did some two-minute drill work today at minicamp. Safety Trey Norwood said he ended the first one with an interception off a tipped pass. That was a, a Mace, Mason throw. Oh, okay. We to learn. I didn't know that. Okay. Kenny Pickett led the second possession and found Connor Hayward on a diving one-handed grab, but that drive didn't lead to a touchdown either. Although uh, Mark Cabali said it did. these insiders can't even get the if a, if a if a mandatory minicamp two-minute drive crossed the end zone or not. Well, but, it might be impossible to tell, like depending on where you're standing and all that because remember yeah. it's not like there's a big painted end zone that says pittsburgh i mean it's like just some lies so it's I, I could see it being hard to tell but i mean i but i mean that's that's the one question i do have is okay that drive didn't end in a td either well how was it like they kept you know handing the ball off to some guy whose name i don't know and he wasn't able to get through the line or was it you know Pickett kept you know floppy floppying missing uh uh, uh you know pickens like yeah, three out of ten uh, floppy incompletions. Right, right, floppy in the red zone. 
Um, and then, uh, not mentioned here, but I be- I do believe that Trubisky did his two-minute drive with a uh, graceful touchdown to Big George Pickens. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's oh, that, see, that seems like more news than this in this tweet. You know what I mean? Like, it's the starting quarterback hit the number two pick wide receiver at... Yeah, well, you know, a lot of Steeler Nation is uh, is down on Mace. This, uh, you know, this one didn't have it, but a lot of people were like, "Well, Mace threw the interception," and you know, wow, um, that's really where we are. We're like, man, that guy <laughs> threw the interception on a tip pass in minicamp. Get him out. Mitch is staying under the radar, avoiding criticism. Really, you know, it's Kenny. Even Kenny has the, you know, he's not going to be ready. He doesn't have the hands. Uh, he's too old to, to be a Jedi. You know, all that, you know. Um, <laughs> but Mitch seems to be uh, under the radar. Uh, you know, from criticism, not for, only from the media but also from Steeler Nation. Man, I think that lasts till the first three and out in that first preseason game. <laughs> if not like like an interception at like Friday Night Lights, you know, when they do that like out, they do that like that one practice where they bring out, if Mitch looks rough there, like airmails a dude, people are going to start complaining. Yeah. The Mitch honeymoon ends as soon as like a pass goes over Deontay. The first incompletion. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I'm being like facetious like a little. We love Steeler Nation. Love Steeler Nation. Um, let's go. Let's go. Well, the the other big camp story right now, it's, it's a tale of two Steelies, mm-hmm. uh, Minka and DJ. Let's get to the tweet. Mm-hmm. At Miked Up Sports 1, Mike Nicastro. Deontay Johnson looked great today and participated in everything. Two-minute drills, all team reps, etc. Minka Fitzpatrick has been doing work on the side, but not on the field. I wonder if Minka is sort of a TJ Watt situation. Uh, you know, just, just a couple weeks ago, DJ was enemy number one, mm-hmm. but now he's the ultimate team guy, and Minka is not talking to the media, not participating in team drills. What is he, Has he gone dark side? I, I, I think he's gone hold in, right? Whereas, like... It, He's doing the not the hold out, but the hold in, and the Deontay Deontay is just in the hold ish. I'm not. We, we keep having to make <laughs> up new terms. I mean, but it's it, the thing. I think you know they talk about Deontay's not a big talker. Well, Minka's really not a big talker. I mean, like if you remember each of the last couple of years, like Minka or like someone else has said, like, hey, it's time for Minka to speak up and be a leader. And it, look, he doesn't have to be. Not everyone has to be the hey, let's go do it guy. But I think Minka's profoundly not that guy. I think Minka's actually a pretty quiet person, just sort of in general. But um, yeah, they they they're they're certainly not the uh the press conference types. They're not neither no. of them are the, you know, come out and talk uh after the game even. Right. Um he makes the- Troy look talkative in terms of safeties. <laughs> he really does. Well, you mean you know, national uh, spokesman Troy Polamalu? Well, right, well, yeah, which again came later on, and even then, he's not giving a soliloquy while he washes his hair. Like, <laughs> yeah, the thought. quote from Tomlin is: "Deontay is not a big talker. He's mm-hmm. more of a doer, and I can appreciate that. And I'm aligned with that. Mm-hmm. Just putting his head down and working every day. I think that is the ultimate compliment to say. If Mike Tomlin says I'm aligned with something you do, right? Particularly, I mean, you have to look at this in the context of Mike Tomlin saying that aligned." with his number one receiver, which is not something that has necessarily happened historically. I don't remember. Yeah, you don't. I remember anyone coming out aligned with AB. Right, 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 right. Yes, I'm aligned with AB. Like I would lead the gasps. Let's let's hear from the Mr. Quiet himself. Here's DJ, which might be the the final word on the subject. If the contract comes this year, it comes. If it don't, it don't. I'm not worried. I'm just ready to play football and be a skater. Boom! Give him, give him, drive him the bank loads of, of money right now. Put the Brinks armored truck in his yard. If the contract comes, it comes. I'm just here to play football and be a stealer. Uh, sounds like the ultimate stealer. Right. No, that, that sounds good. And, and as soon as I hear that quote, I immediately think of like every now and then, you know, since I subscribe to The Athletic, I see somebody like across, the, they, they'll show you national headlines and such beyond your team too. And every now and then somebody will pen an op-ed that's essentially something like, does the salary cap exist? <laughs> like is it or is it just largely theoretical that there's just so many workarounds that it's like well beyond even like the way we understand the tax code yeah like it's just that there's so many things that i wonder if like it's it's you know if it's a question of them giving dj this i mean they could give him a lot of money maybe someone could give him more but like if we could get into the theoretical abstracts of the uh uh, uh the salary cap to make that work in dj and the steelers favor and that's why we've got the nerd in charge now right right the, the guy with uh the gabagool the gabagool <laughs> Give DJ his money, the ultimate stealer. I, you know, thank goodness I didn't get my Juju jersey. I might need a DJ jersey now. There you now. go. There you go. Uh, 
but you know, uh, uh, let's but let's talk about the dark side Ooh. of of, uh, <laughs> of I don't know being a stealer. I don't know what <laughs> uh, you know, Mister Merrill Hodge. Mm. I believe he worked for the team. You know, not only as a player, but right. uh, even this past year, I thought he was doing like film studies for the website. I, so- I, 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 there are few people that have more of a stronger Steelers connection in many ways than Merrill Hodge. So, so why and on earth? Is he going in so hard on Mr. Devin Bush? Gosh, here is the tweet. At the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi. Oh, surprise. Uh, the Some of the darkest stuff said about Steelers this week happened on the so-called fan. Uh, you know, where there's vape, there's fire, I believe is the, is the saying, right? Uh, the tweet from Andrew Filipponi. Merrill Hodge on 93.7 The Fan on Devin Bush. He won't get better. You don't win with those kind of guys. Robert Spillane is the Steelers' best inside linebacker. Mm. Um. Wow. Now you say, where's the context? Okay, well, I was going to play the soundbite, but it was a phone. Man, the fan can't even get good audio. Come on. (laughs) Here's the quote from Merrill Tecmo Bowl Hodge. (laughs) I just think you got to cut bait there. He is who he is. He doesn't play with great instincts. I don't care that he's a first-rounder. I don't care that he's fast. He's not a very good football player. He doesn't play smart. He doesn't play fast. He doesn't even play with great leverage and technique. And when he does, he hurts you. There's nothing that he does that helps you. People target him in the passing game. They wear him out. He's never gotten any better. He's not going to get any better. So I just think you have to cut bait. I mean, this might be... This is meaner than some things I've seen on Steelers Twitter. Oh, yeah, it's it, it's it, I mean, it very much, you know, you mentioned you made a, a reference earlier to wrestling. It does feel like Hodge cut a promo like to Woo! take on Bush. Like, but I mean, what I ha- the most interesting thing I heard in regards to this, I forget if it was uh, uh, Matt Williamson or somebody made the point is that like, you know, that Tomlin will send messages through the media and send messengers to go out to it. So there is a conspiracy theory that this is Tomlin's doing, that he has sent Ma- Hodge to go out there. and say this to like motivate bush and like at first i'm like that's absurd but then i would think well who would be more willing to do such a thing than merrill hodge i mean what more loyal foot soldier is there in the steelers way than merrill uh, so i'm not saying that's exactly what happened and i also don't think you know even if that is the case and again it's not you know tomlin scripted this for him put it in final draft and then sent him a pdf and said merrill memorize these lines i can't imagine that even if tomlin was like hey send a message merrill was like not amenable to that message (laughs) like i I remember hearing merrill complain about in almost very similar terms about bush late last season yeah this isn't new for him Mm -hmm. or you know or necessarily is are the critiques uh, in some ways, un- invalid, right? But just the the tone and the meanness, you know. I mean, to think if if Tomlin was like, we got to light a fire, and this is the way, like, whoa, man, that yeah. is just the the uh, just the the like we want to cut bait. I mean, he's given up on him, and then the fact that he thinks Roberts, that's is where the credibility comes into question because okay, so. If you think that Devin Bush isn't the best linebacker in the room, that's one thing. But then to think that Robert Spillane is, it's right. just it's just not, um, you know, I don't, it's one of those things where I don't want to say every opinion is valid. But when your opinion is Robert Spillane is the best and we know, sure, he can play the run well. You know, right. he plays special teams well, but he's not a coverage You're talking guy. about a guy they target on the passing game. So, you know, so uh, then that makes me think that there's something more going on to this than just simple film evaluation. It makes me, I kind of agree with uh mm-hmm. at by josh carney josh carney here merrill hodges comments felt personal mm-hmm. uh you know i still believe heavily in devin bush and think he can bounce back and and i kind of agree like i i'm i'm hoping he bounces back you know oh, yeah this is obviously the this is the, i mean this is the final report card this year you yes know? and there'd be few things that would really help the steelers take a giant leap forward other than you know having a great quarterback than bush it might it might even be number two and having bush you know become the player that they thought he was going to be even the player he was in his rookie year and and if he does you can already hear you know merrill joking about these exact comments on a later radio hit this season well i yeah. hope i hope so i hope mm-hmm. uh i hope I hope Devin Bush and Merrill Hodge go out there with uh he can keep my tombstone or whatever I'll take the W <laughs> Merrill keeps Devin's tombstone but we're gonna keep Bush and the W uh let's get we got we're let's get to halftime all right we okay. got to um we gotta we gotta do something about it can I play the song on you know this one-handed <laughs> stuff there we go 
All right, in the second half, uh, we, we got to talk about this PFF ranking Mike Tomlin outside the top 10. And, you know, it's just, it's just garbage takes like this that makes me happy to have a podcast about toxic Steeler takes. Oh, and we got to talk about the, uh, the new hat, the new hat wear. Oh, God. <laughs> Any better? All right, we'll be back. Is there a hat? Can I look up the hat? I can have it on my phone in front of me. Yeah, have the... you seen? Oh, it's not. A, I'm, I'm the helmets, the, the safety helmets. Oh, is that what that was? That thing Tomlin wore? Yeah, yeah. That thing that looked like a beehive? Yes, yes. Okay, all right. That's what we're talking about. Okay, okay, okay. It, mm-hmm. Okay, then I can turn my phone off. Then. Okay, I, I didn't know that's what we were Did- discussing I mean, well i just it was just i just the pictures were so funny i thought oh yeah no yeah. they were a hoot i was wondering what that was it uh, okay i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here is in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's the second half of what Jin's talking about. We promised we'd talk Tomlin. We promised that uh, we'd talk PFF. Do we have to? We have to. <laughs> if we only we should. Like we, if we don't, someone else has to do it. It's like being rat exterminators. Uh, the tweet is in at Blitzberg. Blitzberg. PFF ranks Steelers Mike Tomlin outside NFL's top 10 head coaches. He was number 13. Uh, I think that on that list was uh, some coaches that didn't make the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> zombies. Zombie. I mean, I just, it, no, it was just the air escaping from my body. It, you know, we had, uh, we had Tomlin take a team to the playoffs with, uh, with Big Ben in his, in his twilight. It was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Citizen Kane of quarterbacks out there. Mm-hmm. And we had, Coaches like Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona, who uh, had the same first round departure in the playoffs as Steelers. Yeah, and they didn't look terribly good in that in the first ever Monday night playoff game in NFL <laughs> no, history. No. And, uh, so, what is with PFF? Why? Why is this just? Is this just trying to roll rile up the Steeler fan base, or is there something to that? There are might be twelve coaches in this NFL that are better than Mike Tomlin. Well, I mean, it's a couple things. Is that one riling up the Steelers fan base is never bad for clicks. That's all. It's it's never a poor strategy. And two, I mean, it is. It's also like if I'm writing this thing, and I got to do you know ten head coaches, and I'm trying to get eyes to look at it. You know, you just write Tomlin and Belichick in the top five, and and Harbaugh top five in ten. You know, and just cycle through that over and read and do that over and over again. I can see that being like, okay, do something new. So that's how it's like, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury, he's uh, doing great, or you know, the guy that they have the guy in uh, 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 the other guy in L.A., the one that didn't win the Super Bowl with the Chargers. Oh, I mean, Sean McVay, everyone loves him. No, not right? Sean McVay, the other no? guy, the Chargers. Oh, guy. the Chargers guy. Yeah, that's right. right. I mean. It's Staley or whatever. It, it's not Lane Staley. That I would have remembered. But yeah, but it's so I assume they, you know, you put in the newer guys, you cycle it through and you get a few clicks and here we are talking about it. You know, um, even Mike Florio, Mike Florio and Chris Sims did their own QB fantasy draft, I guess. I don't oh, you know, oh what more mindless uh, exercises. Uh-huh. At least Florio took Tomlin second in his draft. At least oh, that's a more... Coach, uh, yeah, I did see that. Coach draft, yeah. It, in like the second round or something. Whatever, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, we, we, you know, we, 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 we play you the testimonials week in and week out from the players themselves, from people outside of the organization, you know. Mike Tomlin's got to be in Coach of the Year conversation. From the mm-hmm. media, the media says he, you know, uh, you know, uh, how about uh, Mike Tomlin eat chicken wings from you know the the most hyped quarterbacks that fall to the third round? <laughs> Everyone wants to know about Mike Tomlin, and you know now the latest Tomlin testimonial comes from our own Akello Witherspoon. Mm. Uh, is he QB? Is he CQB? Is he CB one? I don't know, but he's certainly in the room. Um, mm-hmm. 
at Steeler Nation, Steeler Nation, Steelers corner Akello Witherspoon had some big praise for Mike Tomlin. He was on the Terrell Owens podcast. Oh, jeez. And T.O. wanted to know, you know, they talked for a full hour, but of course, okay. a quarter of the conversation is uh, they want to know about Mike T. Huh. And huh. Um, let's start with uh, Akello Witherspoon admitting everything that the Tomlin haters have been screaming for years. He's a uh, definitely player's coach. Really, very what? relatable. He's a player's coach. <laughs> Very relatable. We'll keep going. Hold on. Ground level. He's not trying to big time it or be above. He's open to open to opinions from all people, all the way from the practice squad to the starting quarterback. So what? That's what's he's uh, he's just he's just a good ambassador for the game and just really what goes about coaching the game the right way. And I really believe that he's, he's a. We're, we're, he's a player's coach, and people think that's a bad thing. But, you know, listen to Akello. He's he's the a perfect ambassador for football. And also, Akello's played multiple places. I mean, it's not like this is a guy that just knows Pittsburgh, just knows the Steeler way. It, um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 again, it's, it's, it's not a coincidence that all these guys keep saying the same thing. That's not an accident. Well, you know, a lot of fans uh, with Spoon himself thought, uh, you know, some of the, some fans in general don't like player celebrations across the board. You know, mm -hmm. it, especially like, oh, every first down doesn't need a celebration. Right. Every broken up pass uh, by a defender need the big giant doesn't wipe the hands. Uh, you know? Well, you know, but according to Akella Witherspoon, uh, Mike Tomlin doesn't see eye to eye with that. Oh, good. One of the funnier moments for me was after like a good game or whatever. My, I had a bunch of like celebrations in the game. What? Um, <laughs> Like I said, I'd be out of my mind. So like I was doing like a snow angel on the field what? at one point, and I was like hitting this like robot walk on yeah. another one, or whatever. And like yeah. we get to we get to warm ups the next week of practice. He like spoon like them celebrations. You've been killing them. You've been killing them. Yeah, he put them on notice. Yeah, he put them on notice. He's like, we gonna need more of it. And one of the that's right. He, he, he you be killing it with those celebrations. We need more of it. Mm -hmm. I, I I guess I figure Tomlin says. If you're doing celebrations, then you're you're creating positive plays. So right, and also too, this is I mean, it, it, what I was struck by what Spoon didn't say there was when exactly this occurred. I mean, there this was a guy that confidence-wise, I'm sure they had to build up from essentially the beginning after how bad that first play was and how he couldn't get on the field forever. And then it's and as soon as he did come into regular last half of the regular season, my word, he looked tremendous. He did talk about uh, Keenan Allen. He said he he said Keenan Allen beat him. You know, he said and he talks about that game. And how you know there was just no that answers. wasn't what i was thinking oh no that wasn't what i was no i was thinking of the Bengals or no the raiders at uh when he comes oh. out and gets burned by rugs and oh, well let's, talk about like two roads in the woods kind of thing oh yeah. well let's talk about that moment uh, right. he brings it up here let's uh mm -hmm. you know he kind of thinks that maybe uh there was a number 39 not seen on your screen there let's it could uh, be even okay. last year my middle field say the ice me out on my first game with the steelers what? uh um Henry Ruggs went went bomb okay. on me for like sixty to end the game. Okay, and I was just like, "What? Like, what That's are we right. doing?" Yeah, the, went, yeah, the thirty second on the clock, or four yeah, seconds on the clock, yeah, something he like went that. Bomb yeah. on me, and like it looks like it's on your boy. But oh, I'm it like, definitely looks it like definitely it's on you. Definitely is on your boy. Yeah, <laughs> that is that. But where my middle field safety at? Though? <laughs> right, exactly. If it depends, like the coverage, the if coverage, the coverage yeah, dictates yeah. that he's supposed to be over top, yeah. then all everybody sees is that you running behind him doing this. <laughs> right, he came up here and they were like, yo, what is yeah. Spoon? What is he, what is yeah, he yeah. doing? Yeah, uh, so I've been part of that. I mean, it's probably, it's going to be some hundreds out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah. But you can watch the tape. We can go play for play. You know, so there could be some hundreds out there. It certainly. It, it sounded like T.O. was eating a burrito during parts of that, uh, uh, speak, speaking to Witherspoon. It's, um, but yeah, I mean, that was, you know, I saw that play in person, and it's bad as it looked on TV. That's as bad as it looked in the stadium. So Witherspoon's point is certainly right. But again, as I've mentioned with that same play again, man, imagine during that celebration, someone tells you how these two men's lives are going to change in the next few months. <laughs> That's just, I, that, you would not, you want to talk about unlikely things. I want to just uh, one last thing on this uh, Kill Witherspoon interview. Uh, he's talking about Tomlin. You know, my I, my thing is like we don't get to hear what he says in the locker room. The way right. that he, you know, we hear how we hear everyone talk about how they he inspires everybody and how he knows the right things to say, but we don't get to hear that ourselves. This is kind of just an example, maybe, of some of those conversations that he's having with the players because mm -hmm. he was speaking to us about. Uh, just just being just being a man and and 
how the challenges of the of the league can cause people to be kind of fold as a man or mm-hmm. or it's it's difficult to overcome those challenges and he was he was speaking to people that didn't have their fathers in their life in mm. the room. He was saying, "Some of you don't have your fathers, so if I can be that light of of male influence Prince. for you, yeah, um, please take it. If not, if you have it, please take it. Whatever." And I just remember walking up to him um, in the practice. I'm like, as a, as a man that has a father, very right. secure relationship with my father. I told him, "You do a great job delivering your message mm. to make it comfortable and, and acceptable for all people in the." In the team meeting right, room. whether they had a father they had or not, or didn't yeah, you, I, like you yeah, said, you have yeah, a father, yeah. you know what I mean, but you could feel it. Yeah, and so it was just, it was just cool, just being that transparent, being honest. I don't think I could have done that with anybody else. So it's like these are that's a I've never had a conversation like that with anyone in my workplace ever. Right. You know, we we've heard we've heard uh, Vance Mack. Uh, say before you know Tomlin told him you gotta you gotta choose to be the person you want to be mm-hmm. you know and now here's Achilles Spoon saying you know he's he's saying like I, you know you gotta be that he wants to be that like you gotta you know Tomlin is saying like I, I want to be that light in in the lives of these players it's um uh you know I, I don't know does that does anything resonate no with it, it it's it absolutely resonates it's genuinely moving it it, it it is the foundation upon which everything that we hear about Tomlin is built upon this idea that you know he is the player's coach that you do connect with him and the entire time when Witherspoon is talking about that all I could think is can you imagine how ridiculous it would be for so many other NFL coaches to try and do that <laughs> imagine Pete Carroll gets up and is like ah I want you to be uh, I'll be a father figure to you or Andy Reid yeah. or Belichick or you know I mean you can go down the list a different dude's one of these 30 something guys that coaches at LA Rams here. well guys I'd really like to be your dad like it's preposterous Bill O'Brien I want to be your effing dad right 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 <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, and, and again, it's, it, the message is deeper than I want to be your father, but like yeah. just, but whatever Tomlin says, it, there's no way any of that comes across as cheesy or cloying or insincere or inauthentic because of who the man is, because of the man he is and how that's backed up. Whereas that's not what happens in other places. That's right. Mike Tomlin's got to be in coach of the year conversation. Got to be in coach of the year for the stuff off the field, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's move on a little bit just to a little, little uh, maybe old business, maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's just quickly talk about you know, did Brandon Hunt throw some shade on the way out? Uh, Let's go to at Steeler Nation. Steeler Nation. Oh, I, I kind of just did Brandon Hunt throw a little shade <laughs> at, the, at the Steelers organization. Mm-hmm. Here's the quote from. B. Hunt himself at Uncommon underscore Saint. To the city of Pittsburgh, thank you for bringing me in, allowing me to become a Yinzer husband, Pittsburgh dad. I dreamt of the day I would stand before you as your leader, but the music on the jukebox has come to an end, and I have run out of tokens. So that's a that's an interesting metaphor for uh, for a sports guy, the jukebox. But the, the the point that fans are saying is that. Uh, there was no thank yous to the Rooney, no mention of the Roonies, no mention of Tomlin, no mention of, you know, Dan Rooney. Uh, is, is that, is, is that, does what he omitted more saying than what he left in? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it, 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 maybe, I mean, it's just hard not to think about, am I really going to thank all the people who chose my colleague over me for the job I wanted more than anything else? I mean, it's, you know, this white old guy better be really good because that's the trade. You're trading Hunt for him. It, uh, as soon as you hired Khan, then Hunt had to leave. I mean, there's no way this is, you know, I I, I can't see unless they'd made them. Because I thought all along it was going to be like Hunt and Khan were going to share the responsibilities. I'd never thought they'd just put up one of them over the other and make Hunt walk. But I guess this is a way to just get rid of him. I mean, I, I think he I think he is throwing shade. And I think from his perspective, he's right, too. <laughs> Um, okay, all right. You know, yeah. I guess the, the the full story will come out at some point because, yeah, we're assuming that Khan said, well, now that I'm the guy, you're not the guy. You got to go. You know, you can't. No, you, you I, don't, I don't even think it was that. I think Khan said, okay, he's the guy. I can't do this. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, that's you know, think about it. I mean, you're literally being rejected for the job you want to. And Hunt had to know, like, that he was the leader in the clubhouse, particularly among the Pittsburgh media, for being the guy, much more so than Khan. It's uh yeah I don't know exactly what how this will all yeah I don't know mm-hmm. you know it's uh I guess it's oh just, we have no idea we won't know for years plural yeah you know it's there's one job it's like it's like the Steelers head coach there's one yes. job that that you know, probably ten thousand people would all you know give their firstborn for so right and this but this guy also worked for a decade right underneath <laughs> that job to get it is which is why I could see I'd want to go somewhere else too. 
All right, um, let's get to something more fun. <laughs> yes. yes, let's talk about the new fashion accessory oh, on the field. Wow. It is. Is it uh, what? What are they calling it? They're calling it the guardian cap, but it's not the cap that makes the man. It's the ma- how the man wears the cap. Uh, let's get to. <laughs> At the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi, this video cracks me up. A relaxed Tomlin who knows he has a future franchise QB and Kenny Pickett. And that's not, you know, also, also from the fan, at Ben Tunudu, Tunudu, ah, whatever. I have no idea. Ben, Coach T is war ready. So Tomlin is out there with this goofy... Uh, Kind of Star Wars hat. I thought on. it looked like a beehive. Like it's, it's sort of a little bit. Yeah, like, it definitely has a beehive vibe. I saw a lot of memes of uh, space balls. Oh yeah, yeah, that's not bad either. At, um, but you know, Tomlin is out there. He's wearing white. The players were in black. Tomlin had white, and he sure did rock it. You know, all the compliments were. You know, uh, Tomlin has a future franchise QB. He's looking relaxed and confident. He's war ready. You know. Meanwhile, but like Kenny Pickett. Here's the tweet. Kenny Pickett is out there at Kyler Hodson. This Guardian cap does my big boy. <laughs> I can't even read. The Guardian cap does my boy big hands Kenny Pickett so wrong. And, you know, it did. It made him look like he was wearing, like, a kind of a special needs helmet or something. Well, I I guess my question is, and and, and I'm glad you pointed out to me what this was off the air so I could kind of find (laughs) it. Is it like, so is the idea that, like, the players wear it when they're on the sideline underneath the helmet? Or is it like us, the fans, could buy this and wear it, like, in the seats? Well, they need to make this on, they need to make this merch available. Put a logo on that, and I think a lot of fans would might buy these okay. it's, it's more for it goes on top of the helmet for on not, top of the helmet yeah 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 it, like the exterior it goes yeah it's like a it's a additional layer on top of the helmet oh. that is for uh practice and non-game situations so just one more layer of to prevent collision i mean know? it did look very like 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 foam like go-karting like we're wearing this to like you know wear like advanced bumper cars i think okay. it's yeah i think i saw uh mark ruffalo wear one when he was filming the avengers as the hulk I or something hulk. i see and they're throwing him around <laughs> yeah, and, okay I don't know. I don't know. no that makes sense i mean it's it, okay that that yeah that that's I, I i do get it it's and i do think what i'm always struck by when you mention that is you know as much as we do rip on filipponi for being negative and all that there is no one in pittsburgh media or perhaps anywhere else that's higher on kenny pickett than andrew filipponi <laughs> i must say all right, well, let's put let's put five minutes or so on the clock. Let's get to the lightning round. Mm-hmm. We'll start with at J round 32, Josh Roundtree. Chris Wormley says he's gained about five to seven pounds this offseason to match the weight of Cam Hayward and Tyson Alulu on how he did it. Eating a little more consciously, not going to Taco Bell every night, which personally I wish I could do. Same. Chris Wormley, my new favorite Steeler. <laughs> Taco Bell every night. Wait, how come... How come eating less Taco Bell? That was just what I was about to say. (laughs) He put on five to seven pounds? It's got to be something with how you put on muscle versus you put on fat. I mean, it's, it's, you know, whatever person it is at the Steelers that's responsible for making, you know, 300-year-old Danny Smith look absolutely cut (laughs) is the same guy that's like somehow gets, uh, 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 you know, Chris Wormley to gain muscle without eating Taco Bell. We got to get the Chris Wormley meal. I don't know what the Wormley meal would be, but. I I, I assume it takes two hands. Like it's. (laughs) My parents once were at a Boston market behind Heath Miller and back when he played. And it was, you know, Boston market isn't open anymore. But if Heath had eaten there more often when he played, it would have been because he was apparently taking several bags of chicken food. Oh, wow. Uh, They're still, I think, wow. You know, during COVID, I was still ordering Postmates from a Boston market. Oh, was it real? I thought they were all gone. I would would get just like pure turkey breast. It was so much better than El Pollo Loco, like in terms of chicken places. Anyway. All right. Well, Chris Wormley, I got to get his jersey now. DJ. Jay's jersey, Chris Wormley's jersey, Taco Bell, got to get it all. Um, how about at PGH Steelers Now, Steelers mm. Now, Tyson Alalulu is a football player. He's also a football dad. His son Tyree is a linebacker and running back at North Allegheny. We are N.A. Th- that's your alma mater. Right. And it's and, and I was smart. We stole everything from what we like. They have uh, the colors are black and yellow and they play the Nittany Lion Rowl noise. Oh. And the chant is we are N.A., which they absolutely stole from Penn State. But it, uh, my one N.A. story about the thing is my father was uh, uh, the pre- president of the Foundation for Excellence. When I was an angsty teenager, he said, Greg, I'm going to make this new fundraiser. We're going to if you spend enough money, we're going to give out these black and yellow N.A. growl towels that they can wave at the games. I said, I was a teenager. I said, Dad 
man, that's stupid. No one's going to do this. They all have terrible towels. And of course, it was the biggest fundraiser. I still have one hanging in my room. The growl These towel. growl towel did very well. But again, it's imagine a cheaper version of the terrible towel that looks exactly the same, but has a slightly different logo. It was a brilliant idea by my father. Well, you know, I think, do they have, do they make jerseys? I think we might need in a uh, Tyree Alalu North Allegheny jersey. I think I've seen the NA jerseys and they're like, they're sort of like when the Steel, when Pittsburgh had an arena team. I think the last time I saw them, they're a little <laughs> bit like the color rush jerseys, but a little bit like, oh, someone in art school made this. We need, we could do a all, um, we, we could probably do an all kids football team. We could probably field an all Steelers kids football team. Well, yeah, especially, is it like Jerry Porter's kid? Like, you know, like a high draft pick coming out of Penn State? Yeah, <laughs> like, well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> that would help. I hope we get them. We need, a, we need more uh, Nittany Lions. Um, let's move on to, let's move on to mm-hmm. at Steelers Mafia Blake. Tom Brady follows George Pickens on Instagram, laughing my ass off. Mm-hmm. Also, Brady also follows Lev and AB. So, um, not you know, he's not just following every media. He doesn't follow Ben. Right, he doesn't, he follow- doesn't just follow them all. And I, 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 well, I think, I think just, I don't know, maybe I'm just going off of Vince Williams, but I think a lot of people thought that was funny when he beat up that uh, corner, the one from George, <laughs> Georgia Tech. Like, I imagine somebody showed that to Tom, and Tom was like, ah, humorous, and then followed him after that. That like, earns you a, that earns you a follow from yes. uh, Brady. Okay. I, I'm guessing. I mean, I, I, I'm an educated man, but I can't speak to what makes Tom Brady follow someone on Instagram. I, I looked, I looked through it looking for Steelers. It's all, he follows all. All blue check marks. He's a he's a yeah he's a celebrity. Well, uh, I hope he's not in there like checking hashtags, being like, oh man, what's trending today? Like, I hope Tom has more to do than that. If you see him on Twitter, he might be. He's uh, he's <laughs> out true. there. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, well, hey, one more thing on uh, on on Pickens here. This is at Brian Batco. Matt Canada likes calling Steelers rookie wideout George Pickens Big George. His the first uh, the first nickname of the of the rookie class, Big George. It, it, it is literally the bare minimum baseline for what could be considered a nickname. Just calling someone Big, big and then their name. That is like we still haven't decided on Kenny's nickname. I you know I like Wicket Pickett after Wilson uh, after you know after the singer, but um, you know is it is it. Uh, can't, I don't know. Can't touchdown Kenny. I don't well, know. I think, what it's, is. I think this is another one of those things that, like, honestly, like this, is what the preseason and the rest of the season's about. I mean, like, again, I, I you know, Big Ben just happened because the man was very big and it's very easy to say. But like, yeah. it could also be defined by a thing that happens or some other time or something. You know, it's it's it's. There's no need to answer that. This is the ultimate. We don't need to answer this in June, kind of thing. The nickname will. The nickname, like the starting lineup, will reveal itself in time. <laughs> don't forget, like even Harris, James Harrison, nickname originally was like Silverback. Right, and then you know became Debo. In right. fact, in fact, I think the I, players gave him Debo, right? Well, they the, 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 the I think the the first his rookie year, his nickname was like young young vet or something because he was kicking vets off the weight machines oh, as a rookie. Oh, right. It was something something during like the seven times he and the the Steelers and the Ravens went back and forth cutting him or whatever yeah. during that. But but yeah, but but that's a great example because Debo came from the team because it's not like the fans are like, "Ah, I, I, he reminds me of the antagonist in Friday." Like yeah. that came from the players at um, Rest in peace, Tiny. Honest to God. Uh all right, let's go. Let's do one more here. Well, mm-hmm. maybe time for Well, let's do this. Mm-hmm. At FBI Pittsburgh FBI Pittsburgh. FBI did training with the Steelers organization today. We are proud to have them with such great partners. The what kind of training is the FBI doing with the with the Steelers? What are they like? Uh, all right, so this is the ball. It needs to be inflated to this proper weight. Well, I'm assuming, and I could be way off base with this, but I remember, like, I think it was the Penguins and not the Steelers that a few years back, like, there's some, like, boot camp-esque thing run by ex-military that, like, they put your organization through, like, a weekend of, like, modified boot camp, and it brings you stronger together. And they'll do it for, like, working, they'll do it for, like, offices and, like, executive teams, and they'll do it for sports teams, like the Penguins and all that. But this, I don't know, it did training with the Steelers organization today. This could be like hey look at some of the cool toys we have as the fbi that's what i kind of assume <laughs> oh like some of the analytical like we can measure the velocity of a ball coming out of your hand well, or, or, see i took it a totally different way i thought it was like hey check out this dragnet of how we can listen to your phone like you know what i mean like it's like real fbi powers that's but i also see it depends on where it took place like it i assumed it was the steelers going to the fbi if it no, was no, the no. fbi it was the fbi going to the steelers was, yeah oh okay then then i got nothing then it was like they took 
the sh- big group picture with Tom. I saw even. the group yeah. picture, but it's okay. So we're assuming so the FBI went to the Steelers. Could could Tomlin be teaching team building tactics to the FBI? I was going to say, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. I'm trying to think. I can imagine like five years down the line, like some FBI movie while Pacino looks at somebody and be like, "I could be your father." Like it's I will, I will grind well, you through. We, this. Well, like, the next Adam McKay movie, you know, it'll be like uh, the FBI. It's like they're they're you know they're searching for the January six insurrectionists, and they're like the standard is the standard. And it's like it, it, Tomlin trained them. He did. Tomlin has to go in and break down the suspect in the interrogation room. Just looks at the guy. We're looking for volunteers. <laughs> I hated it. Okay, sorry, <laughs> Coach. Sorry. All right, uh, let's do one more. Let's just do sure. one more to honor mm-hmm. honor some of our friends at Pittsburgh Steeler. Now, Steelers greats Lavon Kirkland, Heath Miller, and Antoine Randall are on the ballot for the College Football Hall of Fame class of 2023. Mm. Congrats! I, you know, but honestly, I can't remember any of their college careers. Well, the only thing I remember at Randall L was that he he he, play, he was the quarterback for the team, and then he yeah. played at least one or two years for Bobby Knight at like point guard. In Indiana, in a yeah, Big yeah. Ten basketball. That uh, what an unbelievable athlete that dude was. That's, well, that's Hall of Fame material right then, I guess. I mean, I don't know if it gets you into the College Football Hall yeah, of Fame, but yeah. it, uh, and also too, Lavon Kirkland. I mean, it's it's hard to describe to people just what he was and what he could be. I mean, him being forty yards downfield and picking off Dan Marino and being the size of almost a nose tackle was just bananas. Wow, like, I would. I someone's got to be able to do this. Maybe the FBI can get the. We need a. I'd love to see Lavon Kirkland in. You know. 96 mm-hmm. racing Devin Bush in 2020 right. like well, I bet I bet there might be it might be closer than you think I don't know and the FBI can pump in like Merrill Hodge like shouting at uh, Bush as he goes by well that's what we'll, we're gonna work on that for next week's show maybe let's, uh, let's let's get out of here yeah all right follow us on social media i'm at kyle christ greg are you on there i am unfortunately you can find me at twitter and instagram at greg benevent b as in boy e-n-e v as in victor e-n-t listen keep listening to behind the steel curtain and write a review or something or yeah. i don't know you know tag tag us make a comment share it do something with uh, do something with your the power is yours it's That's up to right. you now to do to do this lift that baton be the best selves. that's going to be required stay in school judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.